Hey, welcome back to Say More Words. I am your hostess with the mostest, Tamika Taylor. The song of the day is the I'll Be There For You, the theme song from Friends. Uh, because today we're talking about the art of the pivot. And it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not a Friends person when it was on TV. In fact, I was introduced to Friends by my husband, then boyfriend in like 2010, 2011. I started watching reruns of it on Nick at night. Now I've obviously seen all of it over and over and over again because the show is fantastic and I don't know why I waited so long. Uh, but I love that show. I love, I, I was a late bloomer to it, but I love it. Still to this day, I got off the plane, makes me weepy. But I cannot hear the word pivot without thinking of Ross, of course. Like, I think all of us are in that space. Like, we just, he is a mess and I love him. So, but one of the things, like, why we're talking about the art of the pivot is because we're talking a little bit about resili resiliency today. Um, this year, I feel like every year I keep saying this, but this year, and I think it's collectively, we have felt that this year has gone by so quickly. And I don't think I am in any kind of reality right now because from August until now, I feel like it was two days long. And now October's over, November's in a couple of weeks. And I just don't understand what is happening. Anyways, so when time starts to go fast and when a lot of things are happening in the world right now, um, the what is happening in the world is really heavy um, in our time right now, you know, like to kind of give some context clues because this podcast will be around for a while. But when this is being recorded, you know, Israel and Palestine are uh, bombing each other again, again, and there's just a lot of political things happening in the United States and and it's just a really heightened time. And all of the planets have been out of control and all of these different things are happening. And so when time goes by really quick and when it feels like time is out of control, we get into this space of like where we feel like we're just constantly having to be better or change or move or pivot through life. Right now, everything is a constant pivot and I'm getting more and more people who are coming into my space who are like, I know something needs to change, but I don't know what. And what, why that's a problem for majority of the people on the planet is because when bad things happen, they stop. Most people don't have the ability to pivot out of the bad things. They just keep letting bad things happen. Uh, one of my mentors says, one of my favorite quotes from her, she says, bad things happen in three, good things happen by the thousands. And majority of the population loves to live in that negativity spot, right? Like they love to stay in negativity because it's easy. It's easier to be negative than it is to be positive. And so it's easier to be in the space of like, well, this bad thing happened. Something else is going to happen. Something else is going to, something else is going to happen. And when we live in that space, we live in a place of, well, one negativity, two unpredictability, and three, of course, everything bad keeps happening. It takes a stronger person, I'm going to be honest with you, it takes a stronger person to look hard things in the face and pivot out of them. And being able to pivot 
builds your resiliency. One of my favorite quotes is that failure isn't bad. It's just an offspring to the good. In the sense of the law of reciprocity, we can't have good without bad, bad without good. The good wouldn't be as good if hard times, bad times didn't happen. Now, that does not mean that we have to be in this space of like, bad things are going to happen to us always. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the that both have to exist equally on the planet. And in your world, they both have to exist. And so the number one thing you can do to be resilient and pivot out of the hard times is one belief that it's not going to always be that way. Two, it's the belief that one bad thing can happen. I said it this weekend to a group of people. I said, you know, I said that quote, you know, bad things happen and everyone, everyone said threes. I don't know who created that phenomenon, uh, but because that's what people believe, that's exactly what happens to them. What if, what if, I know this is a crazy thought, but what if bad things just happened in ones? Or what if, we looked at bad things as instead of bad, because when we put the connotation on it that it's bad, then it's like really bad, right? Then, then that, that experience or um, bad thing that happened to us controls us, right? It controls our emotions because bad can be lead to madness and or madness. Well, sometimes can lead to mad, frustrating, sad, all of the bad emotions, right? all the hard emotions. So what if something hard happens and you choose to be in the space to believe that one, it can only happen, like this can be the only thing that I have to deal with today. Uh, it's not bringing two and three of its friends with it, It right? Like this is just it. But what if instead of looking at bad things happening, you look at hard things happening and what those things were being sent to you for you to learn? Did you think about that? A lot of times there's things that we need to learn to project us to the next level of our success. And sometimes the things that we have to learn are really, really hard. But majority of the population, when presented with a challenge, put a negative connotation on it. What if, crazy thought, you got excited when you had a lesson you needed to learn? What if something, a challenge being presented to you was a good thing instead of a bad thing? Now, I'm not saying you can't feel the hard emotions. I tell people all the time, I'm not in the space of neglecting emotion and shoving it down because there's so many people who shove emotions deep down inside and don't talk about them at parties and don't bring them up until they rupture like a volcano all over everybody. I'm not telling you to do that, but I am asking you to sit in that hard emotion, but not forever. I, bad things happen, hard things happen. Challenges are presented to us and we are emotional beings who experience emotional reality and, or emotional reality or experience reality and lace it with emotion. I tell people all the time, you're allowed to have 24 hours. And sometimes you're allowed to have an hour to be mad, to be sad, to cry it out, to feel all of the emotions, dump them out in a journal, 
be in that space because those emotions are important. But you're not allowed to stay there forever. 24 hours is my max. After 24 hours, you have to start looking for solutions. And why I say 24 hours max is because when we stay in the hard, the bad, the negative, we aren't looking for solutions. We're looking for sympathy. And in sympathy, sympathy is a great thing to have in your life, but you don't do anything with it. It's the people that stay in victim mode, that stay in sympathy mode. They are constantly looking for validation that their feelings matter and that they should, that that others need to be sympathetic towards them because of that. And I'm not saying that your emotions aren't valid. I'm saying that you can allow your emotions to control you. And you can allow yourself to control your emotions. Fun fact. That, that structure goes back and forth. So you get up to 24 hours to let out all of the hard emotions, to cry, to scream, to vent about it. But after that, you have to move into solution mode. One of the things I always ask myself when hard things happen, what am I supposed to learn from this? I say it out loud. I say it repeatedly. I um, ask myself over and over and over again until I can find the solution or I can find the reason why. And sometimes I don't find the reason why right away, but I wonder what this is trying to teach me or I wonder why this is happening. Puts you into solution mode to try and figure it out. Did you make a mistake? Did you hire the wrong person? Um, Did you drop the ball somewhere? Did you have a missed opportunity? Going into solution mode gets you into a place to to basically, it's like a foundation to propel you to the next level. One of the things I say all the time, new level, new devil. Before you are about to move to the next level of happiness, success in your career, um, advancement in your relationship, things get a little bit messy. They can. Uh, You can be presented with challenges that you need to work through in order to get to that next level because here's the deal. If you do not work through them now, you will never get to the next level because your next level requires you to work through this challenge. I love video games for that, that fact. Like I wish that there was like an emotional challenge video game that existed on this planet because video games show you like levels to success. You have to complete this challenge in order to get to the next level of success. Guess what? Life is just like that as well. In order to pivot, pivot through the hard times and to be considered a resilient person, you have to be looking for the clues to solve to fix this problem, because once you fix this problem, it projects, it opens up the next level. Basically, Mario brother, down into the tube, into the next level of either success. And, and I say success, and it doesn't, and people hear the word success, and I want to be very clear. Success means multiple different things. There's success in your career. This There's success within yourself. There's success in... Um, gosh, their success in relationships. They're like, it's not just money or career. It's all, it's all different parts of our life. And in order to be resilient and pivot into that level of success, you have to solve this level's problem. 
If we don't, we can't go to the next. Actually, super fun thing. I, I went to a charity event a couple of weeks ago, and it was a murder mystery party mixed with a an escape room style event. And we couldn't get to the next level. It's just like an escape room, right? Like you can't get to the next level of the escape room if you don't solve these problems. That is what life is like too. You cannot get to the next level of success without solving the problems in this level. So one of the things I like to do when I work with people, I'm like, okay, what do you, what is this trying to teach you? What do you think we need to learn? What do you think we need to like, what aspects need to be fixed or sharpened up or need to be paid attention to most often than not for most people, it's numbers. Um, what, what needs to be unlocked? A lot of times what needs to be unlocked is one solving the problem and then two finding the joy inside of the problem. So many people are, are presented with complications and challenges and immediately go to hate and negativity. When in fact, like there can be joy in solving the problem. Honestly, there's a lot of aspects of our lives that if you just solve this, solve the problem, you know, came up with a strategy or were aware of the problem in the first place, unlocking that problem so that it doesn't happen again, propels you to a new level of joy. Very regularly it does because once that problem is solved, you get to the next level and then there's new levels of joy, especially with time. Ugh. One of my favorite things to do is look at people with their time. How are you using it? How are you spending it? A lot of your problems and your challenges that you're being presented with could be solved by having a really strong relationship with time. Time is the only resource we can't get back and most people abuse it and lose it. And that's why the ball gets dropped in so many different parts of our life. What in your life resilient wise could be changed if you were, you had a better relationship with time and how you spend it and who you spend it with and what you're doing and where you're going. All of our strategies and things like that can help us pivot into a different form of resiliency. So it's kind of a long-winded version of, you know, what I talk to people about pretty regularly. But I think if you take anything out of this, the question, what am I supposed to learn from this? Why? In like, in and you know, I wanna I wanna take back the why is this happening to me? Because that's kind of a very victim question. What am I supposed to be learning from this? Is a solution-based question that you can pause, you can reflect on, and you may not know right away, but it takes you into a solution mode of how can I fix whatever challenge is in front of me? And quite honestly, sometimes screaming pivot like Ross at the top of your lungs helps solve those problems as well. Get yourself into a place of joy. You all know me. I love music. I love pop culture references and I love memes. And so sometimes in your resilient moments to get you out of the space of hurt and to get you into solution, find something that brings you joy. Do that for a little bit and see how that sparks your brain up. Negativity actually starts to shut down your brain. It stops. It's like, 
oh my gosh, the only thing that just came to my mind was the the water gates in Titanic when they start shutting them down and they're like, shoom, shoom, shoom. Negativity, when faced with a problem, does that exact same thing. It starts shutting the water gates so that you can't come up with solutions. You can't come up with a solution to your problem. And so when problems, major problems happen, right, I always ask, what do I need to learn from this? And I do something that fills me with joy to start opening those gates again because negativity shuts it down and joy opens them back up. And I am much more creative in joy than I am in negativity. So try those two things to pivot out and to gain some resiliency. I'm going to tell you, resiliency is a muscle. You have to work on it. Most people are inundated with, with, problems that they have to solve multiple times a day. And because of that, they just fall off and they sit in a space of, of negativity and they don't get anywhere. To become resilient and to switch into solution mode is a muscle. You have to work on it. You have to try. So if you if something happens next week and it derails you and you try this and it fails for you, that's okay. Try again. Try again and try again. Um, when it comes to your mindset and being a powerful basically a powerful partner with yourself that you can do hard things and survive, you have to keep trying. You have to keep practicing in order to be able to switch the mode and switch it quickly. Okay. So keep trying, try this. When life fills you with problems for you to solve, do these two things and see how it changes your day, your mood, and how you how fast you solve the problem, okay? That's what I got for you today. I hope it helps, and if not, then just look at videos of Ross screaming pivot at you until it does. I, I promise you, it helps. Uh, I hope you have a great day. I love you, mean it. See you later. <laughs>